when you have a software that you don't need to use with any kind of download and any kind of registration, it's a very good selling point. So I, I thought right. that people, it helped people to choose poker now because the alternatives back then was doing a, a download of a software, a registration, and you had a lot of friction to play a, a game. Couchbase is the SQL-friendly, NoSQL, JSON document database. The Couchbase Java SDK recently added great new features for Java developers like you. Check out couchbase.com slash stackoverflow for sample apps and tutorials. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Stack Overflow podcast, a place to talk about all things software and technology. I am Ben Popper, Director of Content here at Stack Overflow, and I am joined today by my wonderful co-host, Paul Ford of PostLife. Ben, here we are back again. So, Paul, one of the nicer things that happened to me during the pandemic is a group of guys I've been playing poker with for about 15 years started regularly meeting up online to play poker. And we had started playing right after college. We played every week. It was a big bonding experience. Then we got married. We had oh, kids. Interesting. We had so you're, you're a Hold'em guy. You're like a, you like to hang out yeah. around a table. You, t- you do the little table tap. You do, the, you do that? Yeah. All do right. Table All right, tap. I you. stack the chips. You know, I mix them. So it was, a, it was a great thing we had, but as you know, as we got older, we had, we sort of stacked up our other responsibilities. We stopped meeting up. We probably met up like every three or four months, and it wasn't as great. So the pandemic with the remote life and the Zoom and the text chain kind of brought us back to actually playing once a week. We started out with this service called Blockchain Poker. We were just looking for something that's like, hey, if we go on the web and it's free and it's easy to set up a table, invite people in and keep it private. We had tried like one of the big like poker stars or something, but you had to download a client People who had work laptops weren't allowed to install it. It became you know, confusing. So it was like, what's a simple, lightweight browser interface we can all use? Um, mm. So we had initially done I this blockchain that, I poker. didn't know any of this, Ben. This is all news to me. I didn't know you were a poker guy. Are you a Vegas guy? Uh, well, I used to go to CES every year for oh. my journalism life. I wouldn't right, really right. play a lot of poker there, but I, I, you know, I enjoyed a little bit of gambling, you know, okay. here and there. All right, all right. So just all things in moderation. Yeah, among friends, poker has definitely been a great sort of like social connector for a while. Good to get the. I, I play it with my children who cry. Yeah. So it's. it's... <laughs> So we were doing blockchain poker. It was okay. Uh, we were collecting actual satoshis, but I don't know for whatever reason they started changing things up there. Oh, really? Something wasn't something wasn't constant, predictable, or functional in the world of <laughs> blockchain-based software. Well, what did you do? What did? How did you solve this problem? We scoured the internet and we ended up using this service called Poker Now, which is better Sounds in great. all ways. Yeah, it's a blockchain from what we can tell. It's been a pleasure to use. And one of my friends noticed that at the bottom it had a little sort of like tip your developer. And so uh, we started sort of poking around. And what we discovered is that it's run by an independent developer, a gentleman named Samuel. And so we, we sort of were shouting him out on Twitter and he connected with me. And today we have Samuel on the podcast. An actual so, real life programmer? Yes. Ah, oh, these are my, that's the best. Samuel, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Ben and Paul. It's my pleasure to be here talking on uh, Stack Overflow podcast. This is a truly amazing opportunity, to be honest. And yeah, I am the developer of Poker Now. I created it. It's uh, like Ben already said, this is an application that you can play poker on your browser with your friends. Uh, And you don't need registration. You don't need to do any kind of download. You are free to play 
how many hours if you want to it's free to play so everyone is welcome there so samuel tell us i guess first of all say your whole name for us since i I didn't want to butcher it and then where you're from where we're we're talking to you right now and yeah what what sort of like your background do you also work in uh, like a software engineering job and this is a side project or is poker now your full-time thing my name is samuel simões you with the Brazilian accent. Some people call call uh, it Samuel Samos, but it's you can call me Sam if you want. And I am I am here from Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, and I am working with software professionally. It will complete in the next month ten years work professionally with software development, mainly with with web development. This is the my main focus since the beginning. I am basically a full-stack engineer because I already worked with only interfaces. I worked with backends, so the, I had the skills to build Poker Now from the interface to the backend because this set of skills that I accrue with the time. So, did you go to university for this? Were you self-taught? So I never, to be honest, I went to a university, but I kind of drop out in uh, some months because to be honest I am kind of a rebel programmer to be I, I <laughs> thought that it would be necessary for me so I skipped the, the university and I before I get my first professional software development job I, I was already learning a lot of stuff by myself because I, I always liked the, these the programming, create websites, create things. This was, uh, I think the maker spirit inside of me was uh, always forcing me to learn software development some way. So I I basically, I can say that I'm basically a, a self-taught developer. And so does that, at ten, starting 10 years ago, were you learning through YouTube, Stack Overflow? Are there sites in Brazil or in Portuguese that are sort of well-known for te- letting people teach themselves this craft? What did you use to learn? Uh, I recall watching some YouTube tutorials, learn to program in PHP back then. And uh, I, I think the the name was Coordinator Framework. I, I think the Coordinator don't even exist anymore in these days, or I think it's not being developed. But I started to learn how to program with PHP, with tutorials in YouTube. And then I started to learn to develop with Ruby on Rails in Ruby. And then most of my developer career was using Ruby in Ruby on Rails. Because, and then I, I, I learned a lot using a lot of resources. Like you said, Stack Overflow, for example, tutorials. There is a Railscast. I think it's not maintaining anymore too, but this was a very helpful resource back then to learn Rails. Uh, along learning PHP and Ruby and Ruby on Rails, I was learning JavaScript because the front-end, the, if you want to do front-end stuff, you need to learn JavaScript. It, you can skip it. And so you had been, uh, as you said, doing you know web design for yourself. You went to university but decided you'd do, you know, be better just as an independent creative. What were some of the places that you were able to work and to sustain yourself? What kind of companies... Uh, were they local in Brazil? Were you working for other places around the globe? What kind of work did you do, and what led you up to, I guess, yeah, creating Poker Now? Yeah, until until now, I was working basically in Brazilian companies here, local local companies before Poker Now, because right now I am working total focus on Poker Now. I was working on a company that they 
do a bunch of software for government, like, for example, a hospital management software for a government. So because here you need, I think everywhere you need a software to do the management of hospitals. Texas, for example, we also was doing this. So I was basically working with softwares that uh, were doing uh, management bureaucracies, you know, basically this. I was not, I was sure. not even working. I was not even working game. People think that I am into developer for some gamey company or something. But no, I was working in this kind of boring softwares, you know. But today I work basically with poker now. But before I was working with this. I, I also working with some ag agencies and some other companies. So tell us about how Poker Now got started. Give us the story. This is an interesting story because uh, I, I always liked to create side projects. This was a thing that I always loved. I always loved to try new things too because inside project you can try whatever you want, whatever technologies that you want. So I, I always like, I have some other side projects that people probably don't know. And Poker sure. Now was one of these side projects. I was looking for a way to play poker with my friends in an easy way. Like you said, I was basically in the same situation that you was. I was trying to look to play poker with my friends, but I didn't want they downloading a client with a hundred of megabytes or, for example, create an account or something like this. I, I, I was searching for something quickly to start. So I think that it would be a great opportunity to have something to play with my friends. Before everything, this was my main object. So I started to create poker. So I created it. The first version was pretty simple. Today, poker now has a lot of more features that it had when you back then. But this was the, the start of the, the poker now journey. I created it and then I shared it on Reddit with some people. And then some people started to play, but it was always a side project. I never did a marketing campaign, for example, to show it to people. So I was, I was receiving a very few accesses every month. I was okay with this. I like it poker now. And I, I was working on this in my spare time. And basically was this in the beginning. Talk a little bit about the, the stack. What did you build it in? What, what were the tools that you used? The, the stack it's basically JavaScript today. I choose JavaScript for front-end, uh, of course, using React.js for the front-end. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, I don't use it, any framework because uh, when I started it, I wanted it to be simple. I want to, to introduce too many things. So, but, uh, but I use a lot of the concepts of Redux on the interface. Mm -hmm because I like that uh, one direction flow that Redux propose. For in the backend, I use the uh, Node.js with Socket.io and Express.js. And for the databases, I use the Postgres, Postgres for, for the persistent store, the data, persistent database. And I use Redis as uh, the cache and the message broker because I need to exchange some, some message between some software parts and I use Reds. But the first version of Poker now don't, didn't use Reds, but now it used because I need to do cache, I need to do a lot of stuff to be able to handle all the, the loads that Poker now received today. 
what kind of scale did you achieve? How many, like how many people are using it, let's say right now? And what was the turning point? Because you said it was kind of cruising along, most into the radar. What was the thing that sort of like, I don't know, made it, yeah, scale up? Before the pandemic, because the pandemic was the, uh, a major turning point for Pokenal, I was receiving 100 players, concurrent players. So it was it was working okay. It was handling okay. But when the pandemic situation becomes worse, I start to receive thousands of players concurrent. And uh, and now I, in 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 this point, I needed to change a lot of things internally to the application be able to handle all these players. So in the peak of the pandemic. No, when the, the lockdown around the world was happening basically everywhere, I received 10,000 of players, concurrent players on poker now. Uh, a little bit more than 10,000 players, but was around 10,000 players concurrent. Uh, and then the pandemic situation started to not necessarily improve, but people start to to see that because before the, the peak the lockdowns around the world was pretty aggressive because mm-hmm. people don't know what the coronavirus could do. So after this, uh, the lockdowns start to to lower it a bit. So uh, after this, uh, the poker now start to receive, start to drop a bit on an access. So a hundred times the traffic shows. Yeah, up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I I could say that was a traumatic experience, but <laughs> but because I uh, because I need to go, like I said, I need to increase on the traffic was gigantic and uh, poker now wasn't prepared to this even if i put the best servers you're still at your job at this time right like are you still yeah. working or okay so now you've got poker now scaling you have full-time work and you need to figure out what to do next yeah fortunately my employee was understand my understood my situation understood that my side project was kind of blowing up so they understand and give me all the time to put the things in the right place do the scaling that's that great. what a cool boss yeah, yeah it's a good very, boss yeah yeah it was a very very good boss he understood the situation he was very nice with me on this but it was a very traumatic experience because Pokernal wasn't prepared like i said even if i put the best server in the world the architect architecture of the application wasn't prepared to handle all this level of information going on so i needed to do scaling at the the architecture level so i i started to do a lot of things and i, I and every time that i i was doing an adjustment and in the next day this adjustment was already not the, the necessary to handle the quantity of people that was coming to poker now because every day more and more people was in knowing poker now it's it was exploding in access so i was like a craze fortunately a lot of players helped me to give me ideas on what to what to improve uh, what to do so this helped a lot even players that uh, was working on companies like amazon google they was helping this was truly amazing because i was receiving help from these people because they basically because they wanted to play with their friends so i needed this site to be online so uh, what do uh, now, there are lots of there uh, are lots of ways to play poker online why do you think yours grew so quickly when you have a software that you don't need to use with any kind of download and any kind of registration it's a very good selling point so i, I thought right. the people it it helped people to choose poker now because the alternatives back then was 
doing a, a download of a software, a registration, and this kind of you had a lot of friction. Play a, so a you game. invite your you invite your friends and you're like, but at first I need you to fill out a form and create a password. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's not fun. No one comes over to my house. I don't make them right. enter a exactly. password before they come hang we out. We had a bunch of problems. I'll just talk you through some of the user experience side of it. So like with blockchain poker, it was it was pretty simple to like you know just jump in online. First of all, you have to be able to create a table and then share that. Like you know a table meaning not a database table, but like a table where people can sit down. Is it easy to like create a username and drop in so people know who you are? But we used to have this problem all the time with blockchain poker where somebody would want to leave or they would get disconnected and then they couldn't sign back in. I don't know if it was like an attempt to stop people from cheating or something, but there used to be all these issues with like you sat down, you're playing with people, you get disconnected, or you sit up and then you can't sit back down. And so now you're out of the game for the whole hour and a half. You can't play with your friends. For whatever reason, Man, with poker now, that's that didn't fun. happen. So it was great. You could come back, you could kind of come in and out. And then there's a few like little sort of like toggles that you want to do at the beginning. You want to say like, how many chips am I going to come in with? What are the blinds? Just like a few rules of the game that the other sites didn't make it easy to set up. So like you could drop in without logging in. It was easy to create your own table, make it private, and then touch up a few features so that you could just get going. And I guess with blockchain poker, there was also like a rake. So they were giving out the money in Satoshis, but then they were like taking a certain amount off the top. Sure. I'm not sure if poker now does that. But that always made it confusing at the end to like figure out like we, we were trying to, you know, then like settle a ledger somewhere and that became very complicated. So poker now, as far as I can tell in our like three, four months of using it, we haven't run into any of those issues. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to use. Yeah. The main idea that I have for, for poker now is to make it simple and flexible. So I tried to find a right balance and being flexible and simple and for example, I don't have you, you. You define the stack of a player. You can change the stack of of a, a player while you are playing to make it easy to keep the things running. Because, for example, there is groups that want to remove some chips after some some hours of playing. For example, so you can do this on poker now. There's people that want to play a tournament that is short, that has just a four blind levels. For example, or they want to play a tournament with I don't know, a lot of blind levels. You can do this. So the idea on poker now is to make it simple and flexible. So yeah. And like you said, uh, we don't have limit on the chips and we don't have a rake. Because the, the other platforms, they charge for the chips, they charge, they they have rake to, to make the platform running. Uh, since I am have low costs, it's just me and my wife he helped me with the support. I can keep the application running just by the donations. So yeah, I can let it uh, as it today, free and unlimited chips because my cost today is low. So uh, although I have some plans to monetize Poker Now to help to grow the, the application or grow the possibilities, although I think that my, lim my current limitations is something good for the product because I need to keep it always simple. I can introduce a lot of features and a lot of- uh, No, and, you're uh, right. You're right. You're totally yeah. right. No, that's what happened to blockchain. They got, I think they must've gotten too big or something. They started saying, you know, the blinds have to be set this way. You can only yeah. come in with these stacks. It lost some of the flexibility over time and we weren't really sure. They didn't, also they didn't explain the, the feature changes. We didn't know why. Go ahead, No, Paul. there is a game, it's a word game called Boggle and there is a version of it called Web Boggle. But um, its interface hasn't changed since roughly 2006. And right. it's got hundreds of people online right now playing the game. And you can jump in as a guest and so on and so forth. So it's this little piece of infrastructure that people really like. And 
you don't have to, and, and the simplicity of it is is really the true feature. It's like I jump in, I play a game for 20 minutes, I jump out. You know, for, for you, and, and I think what makes this so powerful is there's a social aspect, but it's not about aggregating people into one big pile and then monetizing them. It's about helping friends mess around and, and, and goof off with their friends. Yeah. And like that... That's just going to spread virally. That's wonderful. Talk a little bit about the plans, though. Like, what, what do you think comes next? How do you keep it simple but grow it? Yeah. Uh, right now, Poker now lacks some important features, you know. For example, it don't have... You can replay a hand, for example. You mm. don't have a, a way to see, for example, stats of your game, how you play it. This would be interesting. And I have a, a plan to introduce a API for people who start to create their applications around PokerNow. PokerNow would be your poker engine, and you mm -hmm. would have a, a API to control a table pragmatically or create a table, introduce a player, remove a player. This I, I think this would be very interesting because this will allow other developers to create other stuff around poker. So this is sure. a strong plan that I have for PokerNow. But right now, right now in this moment, I am working on a, a very important feature for poker that is multi-table tournament. When you, mm -hmm. for example, you want to play poker with more than 10 friends and multiple tables. So you will be able to create the tournament, invite your friends and PokerNow will create the tables for you. We will do the table balance for you, all this. I am working on this feature. I want to, to release this feature. Uh, soon, but the next plans, the long-term view. Honestly, I don't have a very long-term view. You know, I prefer to to see how the things go. Poker now will never die. You, this is you can be sure. Poker now receive a, a, a great number of players today, so I think it, pretty sure that it it's a project that will never die. And if people start stop to play on Poker now, I basically will just reduce the servers capacity and it will sure. be it uh, it probably will be online forever you know but i want to improve the application you know I, right now it's my main focus and i want it to be bigger you know so i'm working on this i have like i said to you i have some monetized ideas to introduce some things customization for example would be mm -hmm. interesting to introduce and uh, some partnerships too that i have uh, i i am talking some with some companies for partnerships and some stuff like this. But I want to keep poker now independent, you know. It keeps me free to do whatever I want, you know. So I like this. Very cool. So you mentioned, you know, when it was originally set up, it was a single process. And even if you'd have been able to, you know, throw a whole bunch of servers at it, once it hit that sort of new scale, you wouldn't be able to keep up. Can you just talk a little bit about what kind of re-architecture you did and like what the changes were that you made that allowed it to, to match the new scale? Sure, sure. The first version of PokerNow, like I said, was just a node process running in the DigitalOcean server, uh, a droplet, I think, the, the basic droplet that, that they have. So uh, when the, the pandemic situation got worse, a lot of people come to play, I, I needed some steps. I, I went to Heroku, but in Heroku, uh, I tried some things, but it, it didn't work correctly. Then I, I was to I went to Amazon Web Service, where today I use the Elasky service, I think Elasky Cloud Container Service, something like this. I don't recall the name correctly in my head, but they it's basically service that allow you to run many Docker containers behind a load balancer. 
and this load balancer do the job sending the traffic to these containers. Basically because today, when you create a game, you have spikes on use. People will use your application, more people will use your application in the night with uh, playing with their friends. So basically I need something that could allow me to have uh, elastic configuration. So when the load increases, it starts to starting Docker containers with the application and this application start to have more capacity. And when it's lower because people are stopping to play, it reduces, it shut down the, the Docker, these Docker containers to not have a super expensive bills running a super powerful formation. So this is the, this is the, the, the main thing today. I use, like I said, uh, a Redis, like a cache store. So because these Docker containers, they don't hold the data. The hedges hold the data. So every time you uh, an action is sent to these little servers, they send to the hedges. They I process the information, send back to and propagate this between these Docker containers. So this was the main thing that allowed me to scale Poker now. Uh, I think I, I I tell to a lot of people that Regis currently they they start behind the Poker Now scale. It's a very <laughs> it's a very powerful piece of software. No, I like what you're saying, which is that you're you know I think right now you're in sort of this beautiful you know place, this balancing act, and you know it'd be interesting to see what happens as you work towards monetization. But you're saying like being able to scale up and down to meet demand, but to keep costs from getting too high, to be able to run it and build new features just on donations without having monetization, you're kind of in that super sweet spot of this independent project. Yeah, I am in a, in a fierce uh, searching for this sweet spot, you know, the costs, the, the, the monetization that allow me to be free to do whatever, whatever I want because I received some investment investment proposals because a lot of people, mm -hmm. poker is a, a, a lot of investment people play poker so you can imagine that a lot of people come offering investments and it would be great but i think it it would be forced me to to look at too much for the business side you know like i said i am a a, a creator i mean I, I am a maker i want the product i want to see this because i i am pretty sure that when you create something great People will come, you know, this is will happen eventually. But when you start, you get an investment, probably you need to keep too much focus on the business side, monetization, keep it growing. You need a, a pace of growing. And I don't like too much this. So I'm trying to to keep me in the sweet spot, you know. Not a bad, not bad. Very, very wise. So last question, last question. Do you ever have time to play poker? <laughs> well, to be honest, I don't recall correctly in my head that was the last time that I played poker because uh, because my <laughs> friends because here in Brazil poker is not a super strong like it is on United States. You know, mm. for example, people the Friday poker night is a cultural thing on United States. Here in Brazil, sure. it's not. So my friends already give up from the the poker. You know, they don't play poker anymore. So I don't have <laughs> I I don't have friends interested in poker in poker in this moment so basically i am not playing poker i am just working on poker now you know but fortunately i receive a lot of uh, i invite of people for the games too but i am trying at this moment i am in a super focused 
to deliver this feature, this multi-table feature. So I am trying to not lose my focus playing games. No, of course, of course. People, Keep going. You know? Keep going. So uh, it's that time of the episode. Every week I shout out the winner of a lifeboat badge, someone who came on Stack Overflow and found a question with a score of negative three or less. They gave it an answer, got it up to a score of three or more, and their answer has a score of 20 or more. So awarded June 17th to Divacar, searching a sequence in a NumPy array. Love a good NumPy array. We'll put that in the show notes. I am Ben Popper, director of content here at Stack Overflow. You can always find me on Twitter at Ben Popper. And you can always email us podcast at stackoverflow.com. If you like the show, please do leave a rating and a review. Sam, who are you? Where can people find you online? And if they want to check out Poker Now, where should they go? Okay. You can find the Poker Now Twitter profile at poker underscore now underscore club. And you can find me on Twitter, my personal profile at Samuel Simões. It's a bit hard, but you can probably search on Google Samuel Poker Now Twitter that you find me. So it's basically this, and I am always open to anyone that want to send uh, feedback on Poker Now. Thank you for the opportunity. It was a, a very nice experience. Uh, it's very nice to talk on this on the podcast of Stack Overflow. It's it's a very it's my pleasure. Thank you. It's great. It's great. Glad and it's a very you. it's a very smart audience. They're, they're going to find you. I'm Paul Ford, co-founder of Postlight. Check out our company, Postlight, postlight.com. It's that simple. All right. Very cool. Yeah. And you can always head over to uh, pokernow.club to check it out. And you can, it's, we're on version uh, 0.1.67. And above that, tip the dealer. So show the Woo-hoo. dealer some love. Tip the yes. dealer. Keep this project going. Thank you.